Welcome to Rev Up Your Potential with Hilda Gann, the stories about entrepreneurs, business leaders, and HR professionals and their successes and struggles along their journey. In this podcast, we also discuss the HR challenges that people face and the tips and strategies that have helped them. If you love to learn through storytelling, join us. Today, my guest is Catherine Burroughs. She is the founder and CEO of Catherine Burroughs Creative, and I'm delighted to have you here. You are a big impact ghostwriter, and I want people to, to, to know a little bit about you and your company. So share that with us, Catherine. Sure. Um, so I help purpose-driven experts make a bigger difference and get their big ideas into books and out into the world to multiply their impact and their profit. So I'm passionate about helping experts get their message out to improve lives, influence others, and even change the world. And it's all through this ability to help people with their content. How did you end up getting into that business in the first place? Um, Well, I left my traditional office job um, in 2016 and wanted more flexibility and and creativity in my career and um, went back to my childhood love of writing. I always knew that I was called to write and called to help people. Um, So I started to do copywriting because that's a good way to get paid for writing. And um, so I went to networking events back when we were doing in-person and um, we would be having these, you know, the networking time, like not when there was a speaker, but when we could just socialize and we'd be in groups of four or five people standing around chatting and people would be telling these stories about, you know, how they started their business or how they overcame a particular challenge and I just kept thinking, like, people need to hear these stories. If if people heard these stories, your, your phone would never stop ringing. Your calendar would be booked. You'd have all the clients you want. But, of course, these people are so humble, and they never thought that they could, you know, monetize their story. <laughs> so nobody was hearing these stories. And I decided, like, that's my thing. I need to tell these stories and put them out in the world and connect people. And, and I think that's sort of what I'm doing with my my Rev Up Your Potential podcast. It's for people who love to learn through storytelling. Because when we tell a story, first of all, we do connect with people. But the other thing is, something you're sharing may help me to be better at something I'm doing. And what you're saying is that through storytelling, we as entrepreneurs can really share the, the essence of why we do what we do. And when we do that, then there's a connection there. Whereas when you say, oh, I do this, I do that, it's just a bunch of words. But when there's a story behind that. Can, can you tell me more? You said, there's, there's this, I'm doing, like your traditional office job were you doing writing did you take a degree in learning how to write or you said it started off as a childhood and you knew you wanted to be a writer so so can you connect the dot from over here to here because I feel like there's a missing chapter tell me the story (laughs) um there might be a few books missing not just chapters but anyway 
Um, I did some fiction writing courses as a teenager, um, was really active in my high school creative writing club, um, and started to take university English and creative writing as a double major, um, ended up leaving that for personal reasons. Um, but once I got back to, uh, figuring out what I wanted to do, I wanted to go back to that. And in the meantime, I had done um, a diploma in business and marketing. So I knew all about brand stories and, you know, finding the right keywords and all of that. But I really saw quite a disconnect between the way that storytelling is done in business marketing and the way that we think of literary storytelling you know, those um, best-selling fiction books or the movies or the TV shows that we love to watch that, you know, they have these big epic stories with really well-developed characters. And sometimes it spans generations and sometimes it's in a different world. So really bringing all those elements of character and plot and setting into a brand story, I think makes it so much richer and so much easier for our prospects to connect with. Do you often hear the passion when people are telling their stories versus when they're at a networking event and doing their 30-second elevator pitch? For sure. You know, like I can think of, you know, one person who's a real estate agent and they can say, you know, I'm a real estate agent. I sell real estate in, you know, this area. And, you know, if you're going to buy or sell a home, please call me. That doesn't really sound very different. But then she goes into, well, I really specialize in helping seniors downsize because I've been through it with my own parents and I know that the challenges they face and I can help with, you know, cleaning and getting rid of the excess stuff so that you can downsize into an apartment or a retirement home. And, you know, I can help with all of that stuff. And then it really becomes a yeah. story and very personal. Even when you're saying that, like, I can feel it here in my gut thinking, Oh, yeah, like, you know, trying to part with, what, 30, 50 years of memories uh, into an, and then bring it down to an apartment, that's got to be a traumatic event. And wouldn't you not, like to have a real estate agent who gets it and who, who's helping uh, uh, do that? I know when we were talking earlier, you, you said, I first started my business by kind of subcontracting and writing um, assignments to help businesses, but then you made a shift. Tell us more about how you started and then when you shifted to, to, to this next level of your business. Um, yeah, so I had been doing subcontracting, which means that another company was going out and getting those clients and doing all the marketing and then giving me an assignment. Um, so that would be writing a blog or an email series or whatever it is. Um, and that was great because it, it took a lot of pressure off of me in the beginning when I wasn't well known and stuff. But then I started to get some of my own clients who I corresponded with directly um, whether in person or on Zoom or whatever. And I really found that those connections made a huge difference. You know, I felt that the content I was writing for them was so much better, so much more accurate. Uh, it really portrayed the authentic person that I was writing about and the business that I was writing about because I had been able to listen to them speak directly. 
And I did get their passion for their business. And I heard them talk about what they do in their own words. And so then I was able to take that and bring that out into the world. Great, great. Um, you know, it's, it's, what advice would you give to people who are just trying to write it themselves? <laughs> um, I, I get asked that a lot. Um, <laughs> well, that's why I'm asking it to help everybody out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, really what you need is an external perspective, because if we think about the difference between how we speak about ourselves versus how other people speak about us, if you think about, you know, you're standing, let's say in front of the mirror and, you know, the things that you're thinking in your head, that internal dialogue is often pretty critical. And, you know, yes, physical appearance plays into it, but there's a lot of mental stuff, emotional stuff that we have negative self-talk around as well. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, our closest friends, our significant others, those people that are really there to support us, they would never say those things about us. Um, and they'd probably be upset at us for saying them to ourselves. <laughs> so it's all about drawing on that external perspective. And um, of course, you know, I would highly recommend working with a professional, but if you can't do that for one reason or another, um, start asking people, you know, ask those loved ones that you trust that they'll tell you the truth. They're not worried about offending you or whatever. They'll tell you what those gifts are. Ask some of your current clients or your past clients, what did they really appreciate about you? What was the most helpful? Ask them what you could improve too, because that's also good information to have. And so that brings in that external perspective that you can weave into your writing. And I think, you know, as individuals, we often don't kind of boast or brag. And we we don't want to presume that our strengths are our strengths. So maybe that's why we're not good storytellers. And it sounds to me like you, when you're meeting with somebody, you listen Um and and you look for those those kinds of of deeper meanings about that person like like i understand you have a um kind of a, you're an intuitive person and and you 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 have a perspective share a little bit about that like when when somebody comes to you okay so if they're not a do it yourself and they haven't gone to the well let uh, auntie may tell me what you think of me or whatever how do you help a person that you don't know find find that 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 core ability to tell that story so that they have that big impact as as you as you as you um, are good at well, I developed a process to do exactly that called my business character analysis. So when I'm onboarding a new client, um, I spend 60 to 90 minutes doing a really in-depth interview with them. And at the end of it, uh, well, a couple days later, after I've had time to work on it, um, they'll get their defining characteristic, three supporting characteristics and a culminating result. And so that's really all designed to be the foundation of everything that I write for them and it, their personality traits, because the people that I work with, um, they who they are is a really huge part of their brand. You know, they're coaches, they're experts, 
they're consultants. So they're really selling themselves. And what I want to do is bring out those characteristics they have that are going to be the most benefit to their clients. So briefly, could you give us an example? Because I'm, I'm trying to think what the culminating event might be. I, I, you know, personalities, those first two, but the culminating event. So if you can briefly highlight an example that, that would uh, make it clearer. Um, the culminating result, what happens when all of those four characteristics work together. Okay. So, um, you know, your your defining characteristic might be driven, let's say, okay. and then you could have supporting characteristics of creativity, um, insight, and like being detail oriented. So then the fact that you're driven is enhanced by the, the way that you creatively use those details to make the insights that serve your clients. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. I wonder if that helps. <laughs> well, I think because the people will be saying, well, we'll give it, you know, a little bit of an example might help, right? And, and giving some characteristics and say, okay, this, this is going to help this person because they've got, they're driven, they're detailed so that you're going to get a product that looks like that as a result of that. I want to talk a little bit about human resources because that's one of my passions and fortes. And I know that recently you've brought on a couple of college placements to build your business. And it really probably has given you insight into how you're going to grow your people side of your business. Share a little bit about that, that experience with us, Catherine. Yeah. So um, last year I had one placement student, but this year I decided to take on three and um it's mostly because I found that three were a like three individuals who were a really good fit. Um, so I have one that is helping me get all my internal processes and like my onboarding and stuff refined. Um, I have one that is working on my marketing for Catherine Burroughs Creative. And then I have one that's looking into um, publishing options and doing some research there. So they're doing three different, fairly different things, but they do overlap. Um, like we talk often about our ideal client personas. And so they're all using the same ideal client personas. Um, but they've been able to bring a lot of energy, a lot of fresh perspective. Um, they're coming, they're marketing students. Um, one of them is in third year and the other two are second year. So they're coming with just all of that new training, all of those best practices that are being taught freshly right now. Um, and it's also given me experience compared to last year where I only had one student, mm -hmm. you know, interacting just one-on-one -on -one to um, interacting in a team environment. So we've been having weekly team meetings. I've been teaching them about how to make motions to approve the agenda, to approve the minutes and how we need to vote and record that the motion was carried and how to create action items from the meeting. And then, you know, how to report back and all of that stuff. Um, so I've been able to pass along some of my experience that way, but then they've also been giving me the insight of what works, what doesn't, um, because my experience was with a larger uh, company. And then I've also had some experience with like volunteering for nonprofits and stuff. But 
I've never really had experience as a small business running a team. And that does, you know, change, changes the story. It does. Well, it does. And I can see a bit of a smile on your face. So it looks like it's been a positive experience this year. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yes. I loved how you say they come with a fresh perspective and ideas. And, and last year I had a marketing intern as, as well. And what I loved about it is, is that freshness of ideas. It keeps me thinking about where I can go and they can do some things like from a technical intuitive perspective, a lot easier and make recommendations based on that. And I find it so important that business owners no matter what size of organization, really have to to look at the individuals that they hire and and tap into that uniqueness. That's part of my rev up concept. And what I love about the youth of today is is that freshness of ideas. And it's so important that that people get comfortable with all generations, all individuals. I remember talking to somebody who said, "That's it." That's it. I've had it. I mean, she had brought on a an admin assistant role. A person was was twenty five, and she was making concerns about the person wasn't engaged. They were not doing whatever. And she's, I've had it. I'm not going to hire anybody, uh, any young people anymore. And I said, How can you say that? That's just such a blanket statement. And where is the role that you play in educating and supporting and guiding and nurturing? Because sometimes people don't even, this is, if this is their first job, they don't even know what the expectations are. So that's one thing. And you've just got to help them along. But as again, I love that freshness of idea. It keeps, it keeps you thinking about what you need to do to keep it fresh. So um, I'm, I haven't talked to that person for a while, but I know she's hired more young people. So hopefully she's had more positive experiences. I'm so glad that you're having such a, a positive experience. What would you say is a piece of advice that you would give to your former self, um, having been through your journey, both in your career and now as an entrepreneur? What bit of advice would you give? Um, definitely get some coaching, um, and do it the sooner, the better, because it really saves you a lot of time, energy, and money. Um, I tried for a long time to figure out things myself and, um, it, it really, it takes a while, you know, you're doing a lot of trial and error and you're basically reinventing the wheel that someone else has already invented. And, um, so when you can have that coach and yes, you're paying some money for that, but, um, you're really benefiting from that experience, that wisdom that they've accumulated. Like one of my coaches has been in business for over 30 years. So she brings all of that 30 years and I get to benefit from that without having to spend 30 years learning the same things. I think the other thing that the coach does and what you shared is really wise. I think people who do invest in coach, really, it does make a difference. The one thing I find the coach does too is something that you can't do you without some help is reflect on yourself 
and go through that journey of discovery to be that better version of yourself. And when you have a coach that 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 really does help, because if you're trying to do that yourself and figure it out, it, it's like that storytelling, right? At, that we talked about at the beginning. You don't know how to boast about yourself. You don't necessarily know your strengths until somebody validates that for you. So the coach is like the, that person that's validating. As you speak it loud, you might discover something or they may bounce something back onto you. When you end your decide to take it more easy and retire from 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 what you're currently doing, what legacy would you like to have? Um, well, first of all, I'm not sure I'll ever stop writing because I just love to do that. And I don't remember a time I wasn't writing. So I can't imagine a time in the future when I'm not writing. Um, but as for retiring from work type writing, um, I really want to leave a legacy of a vast collection of books. Um, I can't remember the name of the movie, but there was a movie I saw growing up where they were looking for this treasure. And of course, everyone was expecting it to be like this gold and these fancy jewels, and it was going to be worth a fortune and all this stuff. And in the end, when they found the treasure, it was actually these books and scrolls and it was the knowledge that had been left behind by this lost civilization, not the, the you know, material wealth. Um, and that really impacted me because I thought, you know, like, that is value. That is treasure, those books, those stories, the experiences, the wisdom, things we've learned. Um, and I really think that that's how we can pass those things along and make future generations better. And so that can be our nonfiction business books, our self-help books, um, you know, like, and as well as the fictional stories, because we learn from fictional stories too. Mm -hmm. And I think they do free us in a way that nonfiction doesn't because, you know, in nonfiction, you're so kind of focused on, well, how do I apply this to my real life? But in fiction, you can kind of just relax and enjoy the story and those lessons just percolate through your subconsciousness when you're kind of not looking. Well, you know, it, everything you've kind of shared today really helps kind of validate that storytelling is impactful. You know, whether it's fiction, nonfiction, it, it really does help us to learn, to learn to be, you know, human beings to to understand the struggles. We don't ha necessarily have to experience everything, but when we hear stories, they may impact us in a way that really enriches our lives for the better, um, either as lessons learned or as inspiration. So I really appreciate you coming today and sharing your your knowledge and your wisdom, and especially your HR experience uh, as you embark on building a team and 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 enjoying that. What's next for you, Catherine, and how do people get a hold of you? Well, I am working on a website refresh and uh, my own book, because um, I have to remember to take time out of my schedule to write my own book uh, in amongst other people's. Um, and I'm doing some filming for a workshop in May. So that will be available as an online course. There's lots to come. And uh, of course, I have my own podcast, The Right Connection. So I'll be continuing with that as well. And how do people get a hold of you? What's the best way? Oh, my website, uh, CatherineBurrowsCreative.com would be the best place. 
Okay, well, thank you very much for coming on my show today and joining us. So I ask people if you if you uh, love the show, give it a thumbs up, give it a comment, and and let us know how we're doing and subscribe. If you love storytelling and you love to learn through storytelling about people's entrepreneurial journey and about human resources, join us on Rev Up Your Potential with Hilda again. Thanks for coming and thanks for joining us. And thank you, Catherine, again for coming today. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to Rev Up Your Potential with Hilda Gann. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast on YouTube and Spotify to stay up to date on our latest episodes. For HR tips, news, and strategies, or if you're interested in being a guest on our podcast, visit our website at peoplebrightconsulting.com.